This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 138. Hey, veterinary friends, welcome to the podcast. This week on the podcast, we are in part three of our questions to ask yourself. And today the questions are going to be about money. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about my weekend. I spent a few days in Elk Rapids, Michigan, which is up north, so to speak, near Traverse City and the lakes. I went paddleboarding today and that was amazing. It was a beautiful day here. So I'm really enjoying my couple days away and um, going back tomorrow to get back to work. While I was here, my daughter was able to edit my anxiety video for you. So it is up on YouTube now. You can go there and watch it. And if you like it, Give me a thumbs up, a like, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm just getting that started for you. Some of the podcasts are there, but that this is a new video that I created. If you like it, let me know. I definitely will be doing more. Also, go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com if you would like to sign up for a free coaching or read my blogs. They are all listed on a page there. And also, if you haven't signed up for my Wednesday Weekly Words, you can do it there on my website. So today, we are going to ask ourselves some questions in order to focus us better on our money. In the last two podcasts I did, we did these questions that you can ask yourself, and I really do think they're useful. It's a great exercise to start to focus your brain into whatever it is that you want in life. And money is always something that is useful to our lives. And so we wanna take care of that part. That's one of the very important parts of self-care. So let's get into these questions. And I'll try to number them if you wanna write them down. Um, And at the end, I will repeat them as well. So the first question is, Similar to the other questions on the last two podcasts, what did you do with your money in this past year or the past couple of years? How did you spend it? And this is a good way to look back and gain some perspective on how you handle money. If you already have a written budget, great. Just look back at that and kind of get an overall picture of the money that you spend and where most of your money goes. Because if you honestly look at where you are spending your money, it will be a great first step into deciding what you want to change. If you haven't been saving enough, if you haven't been investing enough, you want to create awareness about what you did last year so you can change some things for this year. And if you think of money as a tool, and something that you need to use to get what you want in life, you actually have to create a way to use that tool properly. And as we talked about on the last couple of podcasts, starting with some 
introspection and looking back at what you've been doing in the past will help you figure out what you want to change for your future. So once you've gone through last year and looked at what you've spent and all the things that you did with your money, then you can ask yourself the second question, which is, am I spending my money on the things that truly matter to me? Are there things in your budget that you could remove or reduce so you can better use that tool called money? Does your spending truly reflect the values that you hold dear? Are there things in that budget from last year or the year before that you regretted purchasing? Things that you have that buyer's remorse? Why do you regret that purchase? Did you do it for the wrong reasons? Were you trying to buffer something when you bought that thing that you regret? So by looking at your spending habits, you can sometimes pick up on an area where you might be wasting your money. So these first two questions might be difficult for some of us because we're not on a budget yet or we're not really keeping track well. We're not super detailed, so we don't write everything down. So if you're one of those people, then this is a great time to understand that about yourself and start to really make some effort in this area in your life. Because if you don't know what you're spending your money on or you can't remember what you spent your money on last year and you have no record of that, then that tool of money is out of control. And if you don't give money some direction, it will not accomplish the things you want it to accomplish. So as you look at these first two questions, you might start to realize that you're spending more money on certain things than you really want to. Are you spending more money than you want to on eating out? And if you could eat in, would you save a certain amount of money? Actually write down the numbers if you can and see if you really want to spend spend that many dollars on something like eating out or food or entertainment. Quite a few years ago, before I started thinking very carefully and more carefully about money, I used to stop every morning on my way to work to get coffee. And the coffee that I bought was only about $2 because it wasn't a very expensive place. But when I started tracking my money more carefully and I realized that I was spending $2 a day, five days a week, that's $10 a week, which was then about $40 a month and then $480 a year. That really seems like a heck of a lot of money to spend on a cup of coffee. And then if you take that $480 and invest it for 10 years in a mutual fund or something that returns about 10%, which isn't unreasonable if you get it into a good investment, it would end up being $9,750. If you continued to invest $480 a year into that same account and that money continued to build, after that 10 years, it would be worth over $100,000 and maybe even more, depending on the kind of investments you got it into. So $100,000 for my morning coffee crazy. So when I started to look at my past spending in that way and really started to crunch some of the numbers, 
I realized that there's so many places in my life that I could save a little bit of money and then have it invested for my future. Question number three goes along with that little story. And it is, do I care more about how my life looks or how it feels? Now, this question is all about vanity and how we think we have to spend money to keep up with the other people around us. And our society is designed to kind of push us towards consumption. We want the best clothes. We want the best car. We want the best coffee at Starbucks. Keeping up with other people around you is often very costly. So many people go into debt just so they can look better to the other people around them, just so they can have the latest cell phone, the fanciest car, the biggest house, jewelry, shoes, purses. I've spent money on all these things and they don't really bring you joy. So if you're doing something or buying something to impress other people, that's to make your life look good. But if you're doing something with your money that enhances your life and makes you feel better, then your life will feel good. So asking yourself that question, do you care more about how your life looks or how it feels, is a really good way to focus in on what you're doing to try to show off. And if you really think about it, buying things that you can't afford and then going to work to make more money so you can pay the bills on the credit cards that you use to buy the things that you couldn't afford is kind of ridiculous. You're going to work to work more hours. You're not enjoying your time at home just to pay off a credit card that you use to buy things that you couldn't afford. It's a crazy circle that you definitely don't want to be a part of. The fourth question I have for you is, what are you doing today to help yourself get closer to being free with your finances? So this question helps you do some long-term planning because oftentimes if we don't have a direction to go in, we don't have goals for the amount of money that we need to retire, for the amount of money that we need to do the vacations that we want to do. We want to remain focused on those financial goals so that we can work towards attaining them. Because there's two ways to make money, right? One is to work harder and earn more, and the other is to spend less. Question number five is what would my budget or your financial life look like if you did not have to pay on debt? So much of our income goes towards paying off debt, and that's particularly true when we have student loan debt. If we didn't have giant student loan payments and we didn't have giant debt on cars and all of the things, how much extra income would you have How many more dollars would flow from your paycheck into your bank account if you didn't have debt? And without that debt, could you be more generous? Could you save more, give more, and possibly retire earlier than planned? 
And what kind of stress would it alleviate? Because that's the thing I think about when I think about debt is just the stress. Now, this question might make you feel a little bit stressed just thinking about it if you do have a large amount of debt. But I just want to encourage you that no matter how much you have looking at you in debt, that you will someday be able to pay it off. Because I have been there for sure. I've bought a practice. I had student loan debt. I bought a building, all things with debt. And I eventually paid them off. The idea is to just get comfortable with the fact that you have debt, but also getting focused on getting rid of it as fast as possible. So that's what this question is all about. Question number six is, do you have some money set aside for emergencies? Because we all know that when you don't have any money, that's when things happen. And if you aren't prepared for little emergencies around your house, around your family, with your kids, that's when the bad things are going to happen. That's when the car is going to break down. That's when you'll get mold in your basement, which actually happened to me once. That's when things will flood, you know, all these things that will happen. So it's always a good idea to set aside a little bit of money for an emergency. Question number seven is how can I improve my financial knowledge? Am I listening and learning from the right people? So we all know that veterinarians don't get enough business training in school. When I was in vet school, we got almost zero. The last few classes that I've talked to in vet school at least had a little bit of business training, but we're still not financial people. We're not trained in this area. And so in order to do well with your finances and your money, you have to train yourself. So whose books are you reading? Whose podcasts are you listening to? Do you have a good financial influence in either your family or can you hire someone to teach you about finances? Where are you getting your advice? And if you're in a relationship with either a spouse or a significant other, are they getting their information from the right people? And are you working on it together? This is all part of of training yourself in the area of money. Now, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey, and not everyone loves him, but I really do think that a lot of the things that he teaches in his baby steps are very helpful when it comes to money. But if you don't like Dave Ramsey and you don't want to listen to him, listen to Susie Orman. She has great advice about money and finances. And I also looked up a list of books for you that were recommended as the nine best personal finance books by U.S. News and World Report. So if you want something to read, pick up one of these books. Your Money, Your Life by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez. The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley and William Danko. Financial Freedom by Grant Saboteur. The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, The Psychology of Money by Morgan Hosel, Raising Financially Fit Kids by Jolene Godfrey, and The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. So just some quick book recommendations for you. 
so you can do a little of light reading in your spare time. So question number eight is what is holding me back from taking action? And I really, I chose this question because I think sometimes when we start to talk about money, there is fear. It feels hard. It feels overwhelming. When you're in a lot of debt, you really start to avoid the subject of money because it just feels like too much. It's that fear of failure that we always talk about. So try to do a little bit of thinking about where that fear is coming from and question it because the only way to solve a problem is to take action around it. And if you are avoiding the area of finances, things will never improve. So you need to work on that human brain that fears all this stuff and ask yourself that question. What's holding you back? Question number nine is, is there something that you can do to increase your income? As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, there's two ways to get more money, make more or spend less, right? So if you've really tightened down your budget and you know you're spending the minimum amount that you can spend, then how can you make more? Can you ask for a raise? Can you find a job that pays more? Can you do a little side hustle, which I really like to do because I think it's kind of fun and challenging is to find a little small business idea on the side where you can make a little extra money. There's a little antique and craft mall near me in my neighborhood that allows you to set up a little booth where you can sell things that you make or that you have laying around your house. And I love to do that. I have a little booth and I just find things in my home that I want to get rid of, or I crochet a little baby blanket or whatever it is that I want to do. And then I take it to that little booth and sell it. And it doesn't make a lot of extra money, but it makes a little. And making a little bit makes me feel like I'm working towards my goals. So do a little brainstorming and see if there's a way that you can make a little extra income. And just the exercise of doing that gives you a little bit more excitement into solving these financial problems. It's kind of fun to think of new ideas and things that you can do. Now, question number 10, the last question I'm going to talk about is similar to what we did on those last two podcasts. And the question is, where do you want to be in the next year, five years, or 10 years, where do you want to be financially? And then what steps can you take to get started in that direction? So this question will help you put many things into perspective. Do you want to own a home if you don't already own one? Do you want to be a practice owner? Do you want to own stocks? Do you have an entrepreneurial idea and start a small business? Is that something that you want to do? Is there a certain car that you want to buy? Do you have children that you want to put through college? Think about the things that you want financially. And then once you have that list of things that you want, then you can really start to buckle down on your budget to work towards these goals. Even though this is the last question, I just want you to really think about how thinking about your future is a good place to start. So I put this question at the end on purpose 
But I also want you to think about the fact that you can only work towards something if it's a solid, concrete idea. You don't know what direction to go in if you don't have the end goal in mind. So really spend some time thinking about this. Is it super important for you to get out of debt? Is there some particular thing you really want? What is the priority? Where do you want to be? And really think far out. Don't just think next year. Think in 10 years. Do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to have $10 million? What is it that you want? And then back up and start breaking down that 10-year goal into smaller chunks so you can start to really work on your finances and move in the direction that gets you to that goal. Okay, so that's 10 questions for this podcast. So let me quickly read them again in case you want to write them down. And I would recommend that you go through these questions and spend a little bit of time thinking about each one. And then once you get to the end of the 10, then work backwards from those goals that you set at the end to actually create some action steps. Because just like anything else, you have to work on something to get somewhere. Okay, so question number one, what did you do in the last couple of years with your money? How did you spend it? Number two, are you spending your money on the things that truly matter to you? Number three, do you care more about how your life looks or how it feels? Number four, is what you're doing today helping you get closer to your financial freedom? Number five, how would your budget look without debt? Number six, do you have some money set aside for emergencies? Number seven, how can I improve or how can you improve your financial knowledge and learn from the right people? Number eight, what's holding you back from taking action? Number nine, is there something that you can do to increase your income? And number 10, where do you want to be in one year, five years, or 10 years? So my homework assignment for you this week is to spend a little time thinking about and working on your money. And before I leave you, I want to give you a few quotes because you know I love those. And I had a hard time deciding, so there's a few of them. So the first one is by Will Rogers, and it says, Too many people spend money they earned to buy things they don't want to impress people that they don't like. And isn't that true? The next one is by Dave Ramsey. And Dave says, financial peace isn't the acquisition of stuff. It's learning to live on less than you make so you can give money back and have money to invest. You can't win until you do this. Susie Orman said, a big part of financial freedom is having your heart and your mind free from worry about the what ifs of life. Zig Ziglar said, rich people have small TVs and big libraries and poor people have small libraries and big TVs. 
And the last one from Chris Rock, wealth is not about having a lot of money. It's about having a lot of options. If you're struggling with your money or anything this week, please reach out to me and let me know. I'd love to help you and work with you. And until next week on the podcast, have a beautiful, rich week. Bye.